Well, if there ever was a season when we have a large number of losses, this is the season. We stop and think sociologically, financially, even for many, spiritually, losses. But I want you to know that there is a possibility for recovery. So I want you to stay tuned. You know it's always a delight to come to you with more Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. That's my theme for this message, the possibility of recovery. Now my hypothesis in this message is essentially to let those of us know who have been under this very period of not only shelter in place, but this period of great catastrophe and great calamity, this pandemic. But in the midst of it, certain things have been happening that was precipitated by this epidemic. And somehow, we know that it's not going to last forever. But the question is, how do we recover? How do we face the future confidently? How do we move on? How do we gather ourselves together again? How do we recover so that we can go forth and live our lives with positiveness? Live our lives with optimism that the future will be better than our past. So I want you to stay tuned and you're going to be blessed. One of the greatest blessings that we have in biblical study or Bible reading is the possibility of being able to see things from beginning to end. We see it in the biographies, that is the lives of people or characters, but we also see it in events and circumstances. We are blessed to be able to look into this book and find help for living in our times. Yes, for in this book we find timeless lessons and truths that are able to equip us and condition us to perform even to the point of realizing the possibility of recovery. Now I know that we look at the Bible and we see it as ancient. We look at the Bible and we see people by different cultures and names different customs but in the final analysis they are people just like we are people and they're facing some of the same circumstances that we are facing by different titles of course but they are facing some of the same devastation they face calamities they face difficulties in life and so David also he and his 600-man army faced their calamity, faced their situation. 
they returned from one of their campaigns, having left their wives and their children, hopefully in their minds, safe until they return. Only to discover upon returning that the, 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 the city is burned and the wives and, and the children are taken captive. What a burden. What a burden. The very spirit of disillusionment begins to cover them. They become disillusioned about the fact that they should have been there to protect their wives and their children, but they were not. And as a result, the enemy has come in and ravished the very town of Ziglag and taken their loved ones captive. I want to pause here. There are times when we do our best to keep our families safe. But somehow the enemy yet has a way of getting in there and ravishing our families and bringing harm and hurt and even death sometimes. Oh, the spirit of disillusionment comes over us, a state of helplessness, a state of self-condemnation. That if only we would not have gone on that campaign. If only we would have been here. And so, we understand because we too find ourselves in that position at times. When it looks like the very best that we have done seems to have failed. Life has a way of crowding in on us with circumstances, calamities, these things that bring about pain to our hearts and to our spirits. The Bible says that when they saw it, they wept and, and wept, they wept profusely to the extent that they could not stop crying. The Bible says they, they, they didn't have the power to stop crying. Do you know anything about that? Because, you see, I understand that they, they, they lost their wives and, their, and they lost their children uh, and they lost their town or their city. But there are some listening to me today who have lost through this fatal virus loved ones. And their eyes are yet filled with tears. Their hearts still ache, and they're still asking the question, why, 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 why? And we go through this because we are human beings. Time has nothing to do with it. We are people too. And life has a way of taking its toll on us like that. And so now here we see these men who are weeping, who were under their captain, Remember when they came to him at the cave of Adullam? Everyone that was in distress, everyone that was discontented, and everyone that was in debt. You read 
read in the earlier chapters, I believe it's chapter 22, and what you'll find there is that they came to him messed up and jacked up and didn't know what way to go. But watch this now, watch this, because we can go through life in such a way that when things happen, we pick on the least expected person. Now, because their wives are taken and their children are gone and the city is burned, now they turn on the man who helped them to get to wherever they were. They forgot about it and now they want to stone David. The Bible said they wanted to stone him. But David's crying too. Isn't that amazing? They were not giving any concern about his heart. That's what happens to leaders at times. Because many people don't know what you have to go through for the leader. And you, if you are indeed a follower, ought to be able to understand that the leader is people too. The leader hurts also. The leader is weeping. And the army is weeping. Everybody's crying. Come on now. We're all in the same boat. So watch how you point a finger of condemnation. Watch how you pounce on those who help you to get to wherever you are. Well, you know, as always, we have three points to this message. One, the encouragement. The inquiry. And the encounter. Encouragement, inquiry, encounter. Stay tuned and be further blessed with this word. We bless his name today. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling lonely. Under economic constraints. Straining. Reaching. For what you need and can't seem to grasp it. I don't know what you're going through. But you're a prime candidate with all those losses of being discouraged. All those things, your losses, your loneliness, your economic demands that you are not able to meet. All of these things the pain in your body, the circumstances that you're facing. If you're not careful, you can live discouraged. That's going to affect your attitude. That's going to also determine how you treat people, how you look at your circumstance. Your attitude, your life will change according to your emotional state. If you're not careful, you're going to be disillusioned. Filling your mind with all of the negatives, the calamities and the, the cataclysms of life. God help us to know and learn how to encourage ourselves. One of the things that happens to us when we reflect is that we begin to compare to the extent that we ask questions. And, and this is what could have happened to David. David could have said, well, why did this happen? Why did I have to go through this? What, what was it? Because when Saul 
was pursuing me and trying to kill me. And I was running from him who should never have been my enemy because I love him. I served him. But now he's pursuing me to kill me. But I looked over here into the camp of the Philistines who have always been our enemies. He, the Philistines was the group out of which I killed Goliath. But now I have nowhere else to go because Saul is pursuing me. He's chasing me. He wants to kill me. But over here I see an open door. And it just happens to be the Philistines camp. So what David does is he goes and he gets with Gath over in Gath under King Asius, who was a Philistine king. They welcomed him. And he stayed there for 16 months. Safe. Saul couldn't find him. Sometimes your own relatives will chase you. Sometimes your own companions will chase you. They have their own agendas, you know. They will chase you and they will try to destroy you. But aren't you glad that God always, I don't care if it looks peculiar and out of the ordinary, but God will make a way to keep you safe. So God used the Philistines to protect David. David stayed there and they were wonderfully caring to David. So one day David said, you know, I'm a man on the run. I'm the original fugitive. And I don't have a house. I don't have a plan. I don't have anything. I don't know. I need some place. So Asa says, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a place called Ziglag. And so he gave him the town of Ziklag. David had his own hometown. Brought his family there. The 600 men that was army there, their wives, their children, wherever he went, even when he went up to Hebron, the Bible said, and he took with him those men and their wives. I'm going to pause to say something to you. I want to tell you this, that there are times when you don't even understand that a true leader wants you to come along also, wants you to enjoy the best also, wants you to excel also. And that's what David did. That was his spirit. That was his attitude. Now that even when he went over into the Philistine camp, he brings this army. Now, isn't that funny? That the people that you were on the battlefield against yesterday becomes a home of safety for you today. I want to tell somebody this morning that God will do whatever it takes to keep you safe. It's peculiar. It's out of the ordinary. But God will keep you safe. He's going to bring you through it. But he'll keep you, watch this, watch this, until you get to it. 
because he's got something up there for you something waiting for you stop spending your time elaborating calculating on what you lost set your face on work you're gonna gain set your face on the future understand that it's not all over that you can recover there's a possibility for you to recover what you lost so David said maybe uh, they burnt the city because they didn't feel I had a right to it so they burnt the city and left me without my family oh my Ziglag was a gift so then he's thinking maybe if I didn't receive that gift maybe my family my wife and my children would still be alive but wait a minute alive who says they're dead you don't see any bodies strewn wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute in the midst of the darkness of your night situation do you see that little flicker of light the little flicker of light is that there were no bodies thrown around but the wives and the children were taken captive hope springs eternal it looked like it was all over but no he sees the possibility but what, they, they're taken captive they're not I don't see nobody so they, 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 they must not be dead that's what happens to us but it only happens when we encourage ourselves in the Lord Look at somebody and say, be encouraged. Well, we sincerely trust that you've been blessed and inspired. I trust that you have been motivated to recover all in Jesus' name. Until next time, when we should come to you with more Concepts for Living. May God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.